Cool. Oh, I'm out of breath. Is your cake okay? It's perfect. It's done. You're kind of like to better. Lothar when he walks the ch- stairs to the witch tower when he gets winded. I, yes. Okay. Hello and welcome to another episode of Swamp It Up. If you're listening to this, then I hope that one, this recording worked, two, the last episode actually got up at the end. <laughs> We're living in interesting times. Tech wants to fight technology us. Is, yeah, technology is consistently against us this week. This is, um, but it's okay. We're getting through. We're, we're, we're putting on brave yeah. faces. <laughs> um, let me do the thing that we're doing now, introducing ourselves. Introducing ourselves. I'm Rena. I'm Mari. And we are your hosts. Yes. All the way from different parts <laughs> of Europe. Gathered here today. Yes. Um, and we have a movie for you. But before that, how are you coming into this recording, Rena? This came to me like as an epiphany um, when I left work this day and I was like um I'm, I'm feeling a certain kind of way but I don't know how to put this in the words and then I was just walking and I see the scene from Shrek 1 where there's they're entering Farquaad's castle and there's the employee with the huge head who <laughs> tries to run away from the scary orc, but he has to go according to the guidelines and he goes through the line like soup, 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 soup. And then like Shrek comes in and barrels through it. <laughs> I feel like do I've been doing that soup, 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 <laughs> the entire day. I've just, just this entire week is such a big inconvenience. And I really relate to that character in that moment. So that's me. Yeah, I feel like we're in similar um, similar mindsets, but in different movies. Because um, mm-hmm. I, too, have had... I feel like today was the world's longest day. And then, <laughs> oh, and yeah. then some. And then stuff kept being added to it. Um, which is why, I mean, yeah, I've, I've, I've now burnt my pinky on, on, on um, the lemon juice. <laughs> <laughs> You're bleached your wounds. I've bleached my juice. wounds today. Um, and that was just like five minutes ago. And that's when I even like the rest of today. Um, so I feel like Donkey, when he's in the prison upside down, screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I have him shouting like you. I, 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 I can't remember. I, you never told me I didn't have, I had the right to remain silent. And then Shrek, I'm waiting for Shrek to come over and tell me, Donkey, you do have the right to remain silent. <laughs> oh, similar moods, similar moods. It's interesting that that scene suggests that in the Shrek universe, there are Miranda rights, which is like something very aggressively American. Um, yeah. I'm not sure where I'm going with that. Uh, <laughs> I think it r- raises a lot of questions. It raises a lot of questions. Specifically about the first movie. <laughs> There's a lot of, I mean, in general, the, the every scene with the cops, it, like, obviously it's a spinoff, but, like, 
It raises some, some serious questions about the setting. Yeah. Um, it's like, what happened there? Yeah. <laughs> Why is Farquaad living in this no man's land that's, with no rules? That's a, that's a question, too, because I'm not even far, far away. Um, anyway, I can't remember what my point was. My point is, Rena, do you want to introduce the movie that you chose for us? Also, happy birthday when you're listening to this. <laughs> uh, well, now it's not going to be timed perfectly. Oh, shit. Because we have to push this oh, episode no. back, but it's fine. I'll take your delayed congratulations. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it's... it. And this is still spiritually my like birthday. If you're film. listening to this, um, last week was Rena's birthday. Or actually, last week, six days ago, I think. Um, if yeah. you're listening to this, which is the day after Rough Night, the bad episode comes out. <laughs> Instead of this episode. one, which was planned for your birthday. <laughs> yeah, it stole my thunder. It did. But it's fine. It did. It's fine. It stole our fucking freedom okay. this week. <laughs> yeah. But yes, the film, and I will call it a film. <laughs> Not a Disney we theme watched... park ride? Nope. A film. It's called Warcraft, (laughs) and it came out in 2016. It's directed by Duncan Jones, and yes, it is about the, like, role-playing game Warcraft, (laughs) World of Warcraft, just to be very specific. Um, And it's, like, I watched it twice (laughs) for this episode. Wait, twice for this episode? For this episode. Is this because you were so... Two times. Okay. Because I was just like, you know what? I just want to give it another go. <laughs> so it was like a theme and park I... ride. It was literally like a theme it park ride. Like, it was like, yeah, it was like a theme park ride. Um, so yeah, Warcraft is a origin story, I think. I know nothing it's about the, the world of Warcraft. Okay, see, I... The world of World of Warcraft. So I watched this with someone who apparently had played some Warcraft. Oh, that's so interesting. But to be fair, they didn't know much either. So actually, scrap that. Um, scrap that. They don't have the <laughs> They were kind of useless. Transfer. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. They're not. <laughs> but <laughs> but it, it did um, end up with me. Yeah, it was a prequel. It's like a prequel to the games. To where the game starts. It's like the origin story of the games. Yeah, yeah, kind of like, how did we get into this world where Warcraft is such a big thing that it deserves to be part of the name of the world? Yeah. It's the world which Warcraft, Warcraft, one Warcraft, one Warcraft. inhibits. <laughs> one yeah. craft is warred. One war is crafted. But yeah, it's essentially, the plot is that there's a land of humans and then orcs come through <laughs> a portal to wreak havoc. And then one of the orcs is like, hey, maybe this is not the most soundest thing we're doing. And they're like, make like very half-assed attempt at like becoming cool with the humans. And then the humans are the entire time, which is, I don't know where they pulled it from, but we're trying to be so benevolent. And I'm like, this is the fantasy aspect of this, that the humans That's are so nice. That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> And they're just like, let's talk this true. I was like, And then the orcs are like, no. And it's just all battle and Warcraft. Crafting wars, left and right. You've got that craft of... The wars were crafted. It it is a crafted war. And 
Um, yeah, it was interesting because it's like a film where you look, it ends and it's like, obviously a lot of this happens, a lot of stuff happens after this. And it's yeah. one of those things where I was like, actually, this movie's quite a good marketing tactic. Because now you yeah, want to be like, get... well, I fucking want to know what happens to Travis. What's his name? Lothar. <laughs> Lothar. But here, I'm a prime example of I did not... I do not give a shit about the world of the world of Warcraft. The world of the world of Warcraft. I love this film, but I will never, ever, ever, ever play the games. Zero interest. I feel like I want to get you to play the games. I haven't played the games. I have no interest in playing the games. I have no, like, <laughs> on both this movie and the games, I have no... Mm-hmm. No particularly strong feelings, just that yeah. it's not for me. <laughs> it's not for you. That's fine. That's a, It's that's very okay neutral. Yeah. To have. Yeah, I feel like yeah. that's okay. Um, I feel like that's the most I can ask. Yeah. When I come to you with a statement of "I love this film," and your like response is in like Rena, you're out of your mind. I hate every part about it. I'm confused. I can respect that. I'm confused about why you like this film. Because after watching this, I was thinking to myself, <laughs> if you saw this in the cinema, maybe, maybe, maybe it's like the, 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 the element of like cinematicness and like the intenseness, the same reason that like I like watching Infinity Wars and don't like the movie. Like it's the yeah. thing of like you watch in the cinema, you enjoy the experience, but you don't like the content that much. Um, oh no, I watched this twice for this episode for the fun of it, Mari. <laughs> I love this film. <laughs> Um, but I will. Take I want to know, of, like, about no, it. like, I want to. I'm genuinely very curious as to why. Yeah. Why? Just why? Um, just, just the big why. Um, but yeah. It, well, if we're gonna jump into the critique, yeah. Um, which is what why we're here. Um, we have six categories that we will be looking at, and the categories will be story characters setting sound moral and studio lore mm-hmm. and we will be comparing all those categories to their counterpoints in shrek if there are any <laughs> i mean the point is to have like correlation points to shrek because that would prove that the film is good so let's get into story i'm very conscious about the fact that there's very loud music playing outside from children again this movie made me realize that Warcraft passes the Bechdel test, but the Shrek Cinematic Universe doesn't. <laughs> I was thinking and the that's same thing. That's how I came into scene, it. Is it the scene in, um, in jail when yes, uh, the, the queen jail. brings the blankets? Because yes. I remember thinking the same thing. I was like, wow, this film passes the Bechdel test. <laughs> Shrek it was amazing. Actually, I'm not sure because I think I'm not entirely sure if if Shrek doesn't pass if Shrek passes or not because I think there's a point in Shrek too where the fairy godmother comes down and talks to Fiona and I don't think it's about Shrek yet, but it ends up being about Shrek. So it's kind of like yeah. you know one of those things where it's it's you're on the fence, buddy. Um, <laughs> but I thought that was an interesting I think moment. Shrek three, Shrek three passes because they're yeah, they but have Shrek three is not part of it. They have all the. <laughs> No, that's true. That's true. Sorry. I I forgot my place. I just wanted to point this out because it's not a similarity, but I thought it was noteworthy. Um, Yeah. In general, 
Um, Do you have any? There's a moonlight scene in this <laughs> very early on. There is a moonlight I was watching I this. I think there are a couple. Yeah, but there's one specifically in the moonlight in the night when they're on the cliff. Oh, okay. And yeah. Garona, who I will probably end up calling Gamora by accident in this episode. Um, Garona is a. Garona is the like half orc half of the human. Litter. Oh, she's half not orc. Maybe I thought she was. I don't. I don't think. I don't think she is because the way they describe her is um that she's uh her they don't say anything about the father but just that the mother was burned for giving birth to her. Yeah. So I assume like, make your conclusions. Yeah, yeah, I didn't look up her character in the further World of Warcraft lore. So I'm sure oh, somebody out there knows. I did look it up for other characters, but not for her specifically. I just kind of assumed. Maybe. I think it's because she was talking about the fact that should they'd taken prisoners before and learned the language. It kind of made that connection of like, you Fair, seem like a half orc. Actually, yeah. And you know what? You know what? I'm just going to say this as resident number one of the monster general monster fan club. Um, yeah. That if you're going to have like a monster character but not make her monstrous because she has to be pretty and feminine fuck that yeah fuck go all out oh yeah go all out oh yeah <laughs> so she's half it's... human because otherwise you'd you'd have an issue <laughs> yeah she's half human because they want it to be like they want travis Fimmel yeah to have have like um plausible heterosexual reason <laughs> to like to her. fall yeah. in love with her Right after his son is murdered but, well, in front of him. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but Travis Fimmel, Travis Fimmel plays such an unhinged... He's the best person in the world to play unhinged characters. And I think he would have fucking sold a love interest to, like, a really orc-looking woman. Oh, like, 100%. He care. I wish they'd gone he with a He would have done a beautiful they'd... job. Yes. He would have sold it perfectly. I would have believed that love... 100%. Anyway, I want to circle back to the Sorry. moonlight scene <laughs> that okay, I yeah. started explaining. So the point where um, Garona, she's, like, talking about her trauma, about, like, how every, how she was, like, hated because of how she looked or how she, or who mm-hmm. she was, I'm guessing. I don't know. Um, and then, like, magician boy, Cadfar? No, um, wait, wait. Cadgar. Oh, Cadgar. Magic he, boy. He, Magical yeah, he's man. like, yes, magic boy. He, you know, um, he goes and he's like, yeah, my fucking parents abandoned me somewhere. I'm not sure. Uh, and it's no, like uh, all me, under I the moonlight. And it's all sad. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, it's a moonlight They're scene. bearing their emotions. They're bearing their emotions. They're being very open. Overall... There was a lot of openness in this movie. There was a lot That's of like genuine sadness, film. genuine, you know, emotions, yeah. um, which yeah. made up for the complete lack of, lack of characterization for like half the characters was the fact that yeah. at least they reacted yeah. to things well. <laughs> yeah. That's like, I think the part, like cause I did, I went to see this in cinema. I think the one that like fully, fully, fully like, turn me around from being like casually amused to being like no i love this film is after the death of his son lothar played by uh travis Fimmel, is very sad obviously and i remember being in the movie and thinking like 
Like, he has the, like, a drunken stupor. He's, like, lying around and sad. And I remember thinking that I see where this is going. This is going to be the big, like, fuck you, orc woman, for doing this. And I hate all of you and all your people. And you're the worst. And then he says the, like, this is the worst. Like, this is the worst I've ever felt in my entire life. But I don't blame you to the orc lady. And I'm like... Oh, thank God we didn't go there. <laughs> I think you were... Okay, I had a different take to that scene. My okay. take was, why are you talking about how you... Like, about not your son's death and your son. It was so not focused on him. Okay, fair. That is, and I was like, you don't that establish was the, the son at all. scene after he died. And I was just like, are we gonna... Yeah. Are we gonna talk about... Are we gonna... No, you're just gonna try... You're no, not we're gonna, not. You're just gonna no, have, like, not. a very sensual not-kiss hug. But, like... Yeah. At the worst moment. But, you know what? But he doesn't blame the race of the orcs for all the his The bar miseries. is down here. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm, I'm like, this... The bar for everything in this film is so low, and it barely passes, and that's why I love that's it. That's fair. Okay, it was specifically... Story points. Yeah, sorry, yeah. So I was just going to add, that was specifically what, what flabbergasted me, was like how bad they dealt with grief. Um, but that's, yeah. not, that's yeah. not part oh, of yeah. this. I mean, Shrek doesn't really but have... They barely established the song. Yeah. The song is barely <laughs> there. The song is like, I like, think the oh, first time son. I was like, wait, he has a song. <laughs> that's what I had to <laughs> But that's not the point, because Shrek doesn't even have grief, so we're not going to go into that. Um, yeah. But I I will say they had some nice beats along with that that complemented mm-hmm. Trek. You had the the prison escape. You had yes. uh, loneliness was they were trying to make loneliness a theme for the mages. They they shoehorned it in in two scenes. But barely. <laughs> Everything in this film is barely made, which is I don't know. Yeah. It's just so. Oh, lovely and clumsy. It's very clumsy. But yeah, there is the kind of like isolation and like standing alone and being alone, which is kind of what they try to hammer in with Medivh. Yes, exactly. They were like, that's a thing. And I was like, that's a thing of Shrek too. So, mm-hmm. um, and then my last uh, big point, the most important point, which gets kind of into character as well. Big monster thing created mongo and the fucking golem were the same concept <laughs> yeah yeah um huge fuck you monster and again i'm not sure if this is um this is this is character or story or setting even but i feel like it has mm-hmm. to be mentioned weird accents <laughs> it's again part of the joy of this film is that nothing correlates everything looks costumey everything looks like they had one table read they gobbled together their own outfits <laughs> and essentially this feels like a cosplay film it, it feels, feels like a cosplay it film. feels like they got their costumes from a disneyland um gift shop also part yeah. of the sets literally look like disneyland gift shops i was like there's a cash register right to the left there's a woman wearing like ears that match the medieval setting right there. Like she's right, right. She's yep. right around the corner there. She's right. She's right. Like at like she she's barely made it out of yeah, the frame. Yeah, yeah. Literally, you can see the corner of the cash register in frame still. Yeah. But where were we going with that? Um, nowhere. I was just wrapping up. Nowhere. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Um, see, I have actual story points. I have I had actual story points too. Oh, you had you had, but I had I I have watching this film many times for That's fair. Um, first of all, um, there's the kind of which it, which it, to a different degree. Let's say to a different degree, but the invasion and robbing of land. Oh Farquaad, yeah. I had that um, takes too. all the fairy tales away from the land and ditches them somewhere. And in Warcraft, we have the orcs coming in and just wreaking havoc everywhere they go, killing everyone and like killing the land with their bad magic. You're right. So that's one. Yes. Um, and then obviously because of that, we have fighting for the home. Mm-hmm. Like we have they. Travis Fimmel wants to keep that swamp to himself. Yeah, he wants to be swamp. He wants to save the swamp. Yeah, and some of the some of the good orcs also just see that swamp is the best, and you don't want to turn it into a Farquad castle supermarket. Yes. Um, then we have again a story beat is kinda accepting quote unquote inferior appearance. Because we have the character of Garona, who mm-hmm. doesn't fit with the orcs, because she seems uh, she's smaller than them, and she she's essentially a sexy lady when the rest of them are just orcs, like honest to god orcs. I can't. I and need to look lady. up if she's half human, otherwise it's gonna kill me. Yeah. But go ahead. And but yeah, that's she has an issue with it. The entire like orc nation has an issue with it, and then. Ruth Negus Queen does a lovely job of being like, we wanna, I love want her. you to have a home yeah. here. Like, if the orcs don't accept you, we will accept you. And she claims some sort of pride over her appearance through seeing acceptance in other people's eyes. And then in the end, she manages to win the acceptance of the orcs as well. So kind of, kind of the Fiona becoming yeah. orc for real. Yeah. Whereas like it, it's she she doesn't belong anywhere and then she belongs everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Um, I just want to add. So she's she thought she was half human, and then it's revealed that she's half orc, half draine. Draine. I'm not gonna pronounce that right. It's another what? race. I don't know what it is. What is it? Should I click on it? I'll is click it on the it. weird elves with the glowy <laughs> eyes? It's um. Good question. It's, it's a, look, we're just getting into more words I don't understand. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, it's a subsection of Dole and Dole. It's a faction of un, uncorrupted Eridar who fled their homeworld of Argus. These words mean nothing, but <laughs> what I'm gathering from this, because they're like, to escape the corruption of the demonic Burning Legion, I'm assuming they're the, the same as Tiefling or similar to Tiefling. Okay. Okay, That's what it looks yeah. like from the from so it's the blue people, the one that I kept joking about were Navi when I was watching it, um, but they they're mm-hmm. the tiefling people. Tiefling fault. Tiefling fault. Okay. Yeah. Other story points. Wait. Yeah, this is a weird thing, which is also like what I like about this film, but it is like complete opposite to Shrek actually. Because Shrek is all about emotional arc in a way where you go from like closed off weak to... emotional yeah. weak emotional state to like wholesome emotional state yeah like you have that kind of like you gather like accepting and da 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 this film doesn't really have any like 
interpersonal emotional arc because all the characters are kind of the same the entire time yeah because they like (laughs) that's what i noticed too yeah travis fimmel doesn't need to learn to be less masculine because he's already like an unhinged dude just running wild not going one way or another emotionally he just he's in stasis every and like the king and the queen are accepting and like emotionally kind and like vulnerable and like trusting and respectful like they're so weirdly established it's so weird because every emotionally okay yeah well yeah but is emotionally stable here's the thing we've we've learned in in years of like learning how to like write things that an important yeah. part of movies and most media, in fact, the most important character thing is to have an emotional arc where emotional you change growth. and grow. Yeah. And this film slaps into that face and is I like, know. no, we're everyone... going to keep everyone at the exact same level they started with. Because they don't have to grow. That's They've had that arc previous to this film. <laughs> And probably um, continuing into the actual world of World of Warcraft games, which we'll never know because, yeah, I'm not going to play it. <laughs> but that's that's also like why I find this film so baffling because it literally is not a like I've never seen a film that's so little about the characters. Yeah, exactly. It's it is not about the characters at all. The they characters no bearing. are solely there it's to react about... to the events happening. Yeah, exactly. To lay the groundwork. We don't have, like, you'd think that the Travis Fimmel character, Lothar, would play, like, the hero of the story. He really doesn't. He's, he just chills around. The humans to chill around. There's not even, like, uh, like none of them. Like, even within the orcs. Yeah. No, actually, the biggest thing, how we have, actually, the biggest emotional... The guy, the... the anything the, we have the, within the orc is with the orcs. The dad, the dad orc. Yeah. He looked your attack. There you go. He starts off the like well he's he's doubting from the beginning, but he's at least complying at the beginning and then at the end he's like fuck fuck that actively green, against it. Green motherfucker. And then like yeah. Ghoul dies. <laughs> and then dies before he can do a satisfying conclusion to that emotional roller coaster. I love again <laughs> I love that he just fucking dies. I will say. But his death has a point. His death has a point. True. Well, that's the thing. Because the death of him makes the other or other orcs see that maybe Gul'dan, the evil witch orc, yeah. who controls the bad power fell, is evil. True. And also, it's important for the general lore, um, which I mm. found out, because the only person I did research was his son, Goel, whose name is Thrall oh. in World of Warcraft. <laughs> see, that's the one part I looked... For as well. Yeah, any more story points? Oh, I remember my point. My point was that it's a common thing apparently with Blizzard games and lore that they really like subverting what you expect. And I did not think Period Time was going to die. I did not think it was going to end the way it did. Like with the the, the facts. I thought those were good plot turning points because they were truly not what I was thinking. I didn't think they were going to kill us. I was like, they're not going to do that. That's way too big of a thing to happen like a third into the movie but they just yeah, straight up was like no do. you're dying Callan. Duratan Duratan is the first character we see he's the first character we empathize yeah, with he's on a poster he's for god's our, sake he's like entering point yeah 
and then he just fucking dies. Yeah. And honestly, also his de- death partially is um a bit of a moot point. Yeah. Because we have the scene later on with Travis Fimmel fighting the orcs. Mm-hmm. Um, go- the black orc or whatever it's called, black hand, maybe. And the name sounds familiar. He kind of achieves. He kind of achieves the same thing as Duratan did with his battle with the Clan Master, which is just like showing that the Gul'dan, the big bad, or has no respect for anyone or anything yeah. but for his himself. But maybe kind of Duratan dying previous to Travis Femmel's fight kind of like laid down the groundwork or something. Yeah, like they didn't go with the beats I thought they would. Shrek subverts, you know, a genre, not per se beats, but like you know, there's something there. One beat for beat comparison besides the moonlight scene and whatnot I have is Forest Ambush. Oh, in yeah. Shrek 1, Robin Hood and <laughs> Robin the gang Hood. do a Forest Ambush. True. And in this film, the orcs have a Forest Ambush on the people. That's true. They have a couple of ambushes. On the peeps. Yeah. Okay, I think I'm ready to grade. I'm going to go with a comfortable 66%. I was going to go with 56. So that's, that's... 61. Because we have. We have similarities but most of the similarities they don't come they don't correlate like to the same beats emotional beats that Shrek that's does. I think you know I'm a theme girl there was one there were two mm. similar themes and it's not enough to sustain me yeah um so I'm curious characters. about characters because I struggled with characters okay. mostly because well. the characters mm-hmm. are barely there but go ahead yeah no I think this film is because it is uh, the precursor to the world of Warcraft games where they have these characters and they, like, I don't know, like, because I've never played World of Warcraft. I don't know if you, like, I, I think you can make your own character, whatever you yeah, want Yeah, you to can. Be. I've seen so, the monster, uh, the fucking oh, yeah. Monster Factory episode. Griffin McElroy's yeah. um, Peacecraft. Peacecraft, there That's you go. Um, but... So it's more, it's not so much about the, because the individuals won't make that big of a name for themselves. It's more just like collective mm-hmm. fighting. So I think this is what the film achieves as well, because it, it doesn't really give two shits about any of the characters. Yeah. No matter how big they are, what part they play, it's more, as you, they're they're just like re- reactive masses. Yes, they are reactive to the masses. Story masses. But I went with remembering yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, say if you have a point. Well, no, I had a couple of points. Like, mm-hmm. that was my basis. And then I was like, grown as Fiona just because of, like, the quote-unquote transformation, yeah. which is kind of there. And the, the between two worlds, not knowing who you truly are. Um, and not being happy with your appearance. Not being happy at with your appearance. And accepting finding that. Finding a place in the end. That's then, you know, going back. Uh, she becomes a... Well, I don't think she becomes a monarch in... Um, in the Shrek, in our Shrek cinematic universe, but like she becomes some kind of leader mm-hmm. by the end of, of Warcraft. Yeah, there's you know, some kind of royalty thing there, not royalty because you kill yeah. whoever's in in the leadership, which is you know, um, Garona becomes some sort of a chief orc because she kills the king. Yeah, and if we're going off of reactiveness, I guess that makes Lothar Shrek, purely from yes. a love interest. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, but I have I have other points to back it up as well. Okay. Um, um, 
Yes, I have written down that uh, Lothar, Travis Fimmel's character, is Shrek because he, in the context of the story, he knows what he is, but he struggles with the, like, wait, how do I explain this? He's the commander of some sort of army. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what he does. No, but he's he knows just, what he he's does. He's the king's right hand man. He does, he does fighty stuff. And, um... But he's the kind of dis like dissonant sound in the like landscape of the film because the king and the guardian witch man Medivh and the rest of the war folk all wanna like have this specific kind of war to like just wipe out the orcs and that's it. And he's the kind of like you fucking idiots. That's not how you do it. You have to. He he has a different opinion and he gets p- punished for having a different opinion in this like yeah. setting. Yeah. So that kind of, like that's kind of like Shrek is the Shrek is the opposing force. Force kind of. Um and okay, but then I have like just I we say there's no characters in this film, but I really enjoy Travis Fimmel's like how he plays Lothar cuz he's He's so unhinged. He is. He's such he a is. weird character. You can't put him, like, you can't really, like, say what he is because he's just all over the place. He seems drunk all the time, but he's not. He he's just, does. He's so manic. He does. Um. Well, okay. Actually, one part that does make him strike is that he has a line even. At one point, he says to his son, Lothar says to his son, that don't try to attack the orcs with brute force. Because they are stronger than you, so you have to use your smarts to win over them. And then he continues to show exactly that, because he comes up with these tricks. Like, in the end, how he defeats, he has, like, the one-off battle with the big bad orc. Yeah. And the way he wins is that instead of, like, doing the orc way and going, like, just, like, clashing of swords and, like, fighting, he just, like, slides between the orc's and legs and, like, dick. slices him half, yes. essentially. And it's all the kind of little things. So that kind of, I think I would draw a line between that and Shrek in Shrek 1 when they escape from the dragon and he does the whole twist roo thing True. and then uses a sword to pin the chains. So the dragon kind of gets like trapped in, in its own chains and that's kind of use the smarts, not the True. Muscles. Yeah, to be fair, I guess it's also established very much that Shrek is is also muscle though, because of the very first gladiator ring scene. But okay, in general, fair. yeah, the, the the dragon the mm-hmm. dragon fight is a good point. Um, no, I agree. That I think he would love to live in a swamp. I think I, he has he strong swamp in energy. The film, but he has a swamp energy. I want to discuss donkey. I want to Cadgar's donkey. Obviously. And my my this case was that is because nobody seems to like him. Yeah, <laughs> it's so he tries weird. his best. It's so no one likes him. I don't understand why everyone doesn't like him, but it's never established why. But yeah, I also think Cadgar is donkey because he is very keen to do the right thing, and he's very alert, and he it's just the donkey energy. Honestly, mm-hmm. he has. A big donkey energy. And he's the one who pushes Travis Fimmel's Shrek into action. Yeah. To kind of like... Yeah. He he has the point... Like the kind of... The same way donkey is like, let's go save Fiona. Mm-hmm. Um, Cadgar is like, 
Beach, your guardian is a whack man and we need to stop him. Yeah, speaking of. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Medivh, you want to talk yeah, wanna... about the guardian, Medivh? want to talk about Medivh. I was convinced. Who's such a weird character as well. <laughs> like, absolutely makes no sense. He, the, the actor looked, this is, no, actually that's mean. I'm not going to say what I'm thinking because I feel like that's just mean. No, it's mean. I'm going to I'm going to say. Okay. I'm going to say it in a way that's nice. I don't know why they try to make him sexy. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> it, it's weird. It's he's a the character weird they try, energy. They have a scene without a shirt on. Like, why do we need this? The way and he's his hair and facial hair. It's is so. It's dissonant. so. It's so it, specific. And it's so not yeah. in line. It, they thought giving him long hair would make him look like a fantasy person. I feel like I've seen this guy around, like, just, like, about, you know. I feel, I don't know, I can't explain it. The only people who make sense in casting is Travis Fimmel as Lothar. Yeah. um, Dominic Cooper as the king, and Ruth Negga as the queen. I want to say something about Dominic Cooper. They're the only people in this film who make sense. I looked at this movie and I was like, okay, I I recognize two names. That's Dominic Cooper. And Ruth Negga. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I knew Dominic Cooper was in it. I didn't realize <laughs> until he died that it was Dominic Cooper. <laughs> oh my god. Fake fan. It was so bad. And I remember halfway through. How did you not? Even worse. Even worse. Halfway through, the person I'm watching this with. I don't know if, if they want to be called out. So I'm not going to say their name said, you know, the king kind of looks like Tim Curry. <laughs> and I was, and my reaction was, How did you oh, not? my re- reaction was, oh, that's why I recognize him. Because he looks vaguely like Tim Curry. So, how did you not realize? He looks like Dominic Cooper. He's not the I king know. of the world of Warcraft. He's Dominic Cooper Somehow the in long world. hair just made my brain go, yeah. nope. We're not going to recognize this person until he's literally killed yeah. in the final fight scene. Um, Madiv. I have to say about Cadgar, though, as well, that he does not belong in this film, looks wise. Oh, he has a weird goatee and, like, emo hair, and I'm like, who who decided this? I feel like, who oh, made the call? I feel like I've, like, worked with this guy, you know? He, like, yeah, works in, yeah. in my office. He's so... And he has... <laughs> A very modern way of speaking. Yeah, as well. yeah. He, he does not belong in this film. I mean, um, but Medivh, guardian, the fairy godmother, <laughs> question mark. Fairy, exactly. I'm so glad. It was so yeah. I I thought he was evil from the beginning, and everyone's oh, just kind of, of like dealing with him. Yeah. And then I, then it got confusing, mm-hmm. and I'm still. I don't. I you still. I don't want to say I've what seen happened. This film so many times, and I still don't understand what he does. Why is he in the film? What's his point? He's the weirdest character I think I've seen in recent memory. Because he's so like you can't. He, he's he's like he's he's untouchable. 
Because he shouldn't be there, but he is for some reason. Someone made that call that he should be in this film and be portrayed the way he's portrayed. He's there for the final battle, and that's it. Essentially, he's the he he's the reason why he's the fairy godmother is because he tries to play nice and he's an advisor to the king, mm-hmm. and he's supposedly the guardian of the entire world. But then we find out that the bad magic that the orcs have, the fell, mm-hmm. has also somehow taken control of him. And because of that, he has gone on a weird dark energy bender at some point in his life and actually summoned the orcs there to begin with, which is... I didn't get... That's, this is the first time I'm understanding that part. I'm pretty... I'm not... I'm not super clear on that but i'm pretty sure he's the one who summoned them so he's just there to be evil yeah but he he used to be good yeah and he got corrupted by yeah yeah i got that it's kind of like the the you know he has a smallish instead of like well he gets he dies like the fairy godmother dies Mm -hmm. in shrek but Unlike Fairy Godmother, he has, like, a little bit of a redemption arc where he, like, just yeah. as he's taking his final breath, he, he he fights the fell and then he opens the portal to the civilians so they can yeah. run away from the orcs. Yeah. So he's kind of like the Fairy Godmother by default. But at the end, yeah. he's the king. As in a Shrek 2. Mm. Saving, saving them at the last minute. Yeah, actually, actually, he could very much him, be the king. Cause... He's corrupted by another evil, which makes the fell yeah. the fairy godmother. As I'm saying this, this makes perfect sense. The fell is the fairy it godmother. It makes perfect sense. Uh, yes, it is. Medivh is the is the king who is corrupted by the evil um, that he's been in contact with for so long, which is only bringing in more evil into yeah. the world and more bad things. And then he has a redemption arc yeah. and then dies. I mean, the king doesn't die, unfortunately. And I, I have, yeah, <laughs> I dislike both the characters, so that makes sense as well. I had a note which is like the fell is capitalism and fairy godmother is capitalism embodied. Yeah. So honestly, even on that point, it fits. Perfect. And um, then we have another villain, which is Gul'dan, who's the main orc who has the power to control the fell. Yeah. And he's a big bad guy. And I think he's Farquaad just because he's very bloodthirsty in, like, controlling and acquiring land and becoming, like, bigger and better and more powerful and just doesn't care about anyone except himself, essentially. I have to say, I love the orcs. I love the orcs. I love I the orcs loved... so much. I have such a good time whenever they are on screen because I feel like they're so well made. Like it's really interesting to see them on screen and how they are like animated because I think the animation is like really good. Oh, the animation is really good. I like the the parent orcs, um, the main orcs that like die. Duratan and his wife. Yes, I really really like them. Um, Duratan in particular. I like the evil orcs as well. I. Just because their character design is so, like, nasty and evil. Yeah. It's so, like, disgusting. Like, or kind of, like... It's so... It's so evil. It's so evil. Yeah. 
Um, but I'd rather look at these orcs than the Lord of the Rings orcs, because I feel like the Lord of the Rings orcs are boring, and these are just, like, massive heaps of muscle with, like, boat-sized hands and weird tusks. The hands were the size of it's a so horse's fun. head, and they really stressed me out. Everything with the horses in general stressed me out. Um, yeah. Though, Those to be fought. should not be running, like, riding horses. Yeah, orcs exactly. should not ride horses. They, it was very stressful to see that. For some reason in my head, I was just like, you fucking break the horse's back. I think that's it for the characters, because even though you said you like the parent orcs, and I like the parent orcs too, I don't think they have a yeah correlation in Shrek universe. Yeah, exactly. Because they're just there, and then they both die. <laughs> they're there to set up the story for their son, which is important, I guess, if you play World of Warcraft. That's what I assumed. Yeah. So I was yeah. kind of like, sweet, I like the parents. No association. At one point I was yeah. like, are they Shrek and Fiona? And then I was like, no, nah, this is based off of nothing but the fact that they're married or whatever the orc equivalent is to marriage. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm ready to grade. So, grade, okay. I'm not going to um, give very high because I don't think they had much character. <laughs> see, I know I'm you not disagree. giving them... I'm giving them higher. <laughs> I don't think... We don't get as richly fleshed out characters <laughs> as we get a Shrek. We get a pale imitation, but the pale imitation adheres to the rules of the Shrek characters. Okay. I'm gonna give it 60. I'm giving it a 42. <laughs> I can live with that. Which is a 49. As long as we're higher than Avatar, I'll be happy. I don't think Avatar is even the new um, the new thing to go by. The new thing is to but go back. I just want to be higher than Avatar. Yeah, that's fair. I think I, I think we're I think it, we're it just... on 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 schedule. Yeah. So far. Uh, setting. Mm, setting. Uh, I it just want to go. Based. Sorry. On an existing franchise. That was my like big point. It's based on an existing franchise. My point is that mm-hmm. Shrek one especially makes fun of Disney, and Warcraft looks like it was set in a <laughs> Disney theme park all the time. And I feel like that's similar vibes. (laughs) It's similar. It's definitely similar vibes. It's weird. The way it's built and the way, like, the costumes, because I love Travis Fimmel's and the King's armor. I love the King's armor. I love the King's armor. And, like, cosplay. Yeah. It's so weird. And, like, dumb, like, lion helmet. I love it. Yeah. But it has, like, the biggest cosplay energy I've ever seen. It does, but like good cosplay, like, like really nice cosplay. Good cosplay, like re- like people who like spend thousands of euros and, and like, like thousands of hours it. crafting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had that very it's... strong vibe. Yeah, it was just so. Yeah, it was made to look so much like it was to the point where I was like, it looks, it got, it re- it's reverted to. Yeah. I think else. it's part of the curse of the video game adaptations because I remember I saw. Assassin's Creed film mm-hmm. in the cinema, and what I remember thinking, What's yeah, it? I was just, I remember thinking that this film looks like it's based on a video game, and honestly, Warcraft also looks like it's based on a video yeah, game. Yeah, for sure, especially they Blizzard. Want to stay, yeah, because the Blizzard style is so specific and so like, like, mm-hmm. like oversaturated. Like it's such bright colors, and they really, really kept yeah. that. Like, if you see this, and if you see, like, stuff like Overwatch, it's so vibrant. And they were like, we're going to keep that vibrance. And everything is so stylized. Yes. Like, even if you're disheveled, you don't look disheveled. You look, like, 
clean yeah. disheveled. Yeah, exactly. You look like manicured Polish. disheveled. Polish you don't, disheveled. You don't look like Frodo at the end of The Lord of the Rings where he's just like more grime than boy. Yeah, exactly. You look, you look pristine but grimy. It's so... Yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but it's so specific. Yeah, but I enjoy that. Yeah. But yeah, I had the point about this being, like, setting-wise, this being in an existing franchise, so it, like, again, a reason why I like this film, is it feels like I'm watching a whole different, like, engaging with different language that I don't understand. Because yeah. I can, like, I, I can just see these things, and I'm like, so many of these things are just going unnoticed by me, because I don't know, I'm not tapped true, into the world true. of World of Warcraft. And I feel like that's feeling i cherish because yeah i can see like if i was super into this like world yeah. i would be like oh my god did you see that oh my god that's goel that's that's thrall that's the big character yeah. the, but now it's a baby <laughs> well it's a baby thrall i don't even know what that means yeah. i'm just saying words <laughs> also this is nothing no well, it doesn't well i'm just saying it's a fun setting point but they do like weirdly go the extra mile at times it, at points where you don't expect them, where you're just like, you could just like, honestly, you don't have to care about this. Yeah. Just go, we don't care. Yeah. But then they decide to care. And I, in the scene where the good orcs uh, arrange a meeting with the humans to discuss what to do next with the big bad orcs, mm-hmm. um, they have a very nice scene where they obviously humans speak human language and the orcs speak orc language and the human orc hybrid is their translator Mm -hmm. and you see the conversation from both sides you see the one where the people like the humans talk english and the orc translates into orcish to the orcs Mm -hmm. and then suddenly turns around and you see the orc talking in english and then you hear how they hear it yeah orc hybrid like translating it into like this weird English that you yeah. don't that's not really a language but it's kind of how it sounds to the orcs and I'm just like I love this I did like that this that is was such a, a fun little really good treat good. they had it as well when they were in the cage transporting the orcs uh both Corona yeah and and the other guy that gets being killed that was really good um but yeah setting wise it's just it's based on existing text and very, honestly, fairy tales is like elements. so much of World of Warcraft is just fairy tales from everything else. Yeah, but it doesn't have that. It doesn't have that like pastiche energy to it. It doesn't have pastiche. That's true. It takes already... itself weirdly seriously. Yes, but yeah, takes... we're ready to grade. Um, I'm gonna give it a seventy. That is weirdly high for what you just said. Shrek... <laughs> Shrek feels weird cosplay as well. True, but Shrek... Warcraft is too serious for me. I wasn't even... I'll go a little bit higher. 46. Okay. No, I think... Because there's the weird... They don't know what the film is because they have, like, the weird, like, fun bits. They do have fun bits. Which kind of tries (laughs) to make it into a comedy sometimes, and then you're like, are you... But that's just action films in general. No, it's not. Every action yeah. film does that, to be fair, though. Where they throw in, like, a couple mm. of fun quips and they're like, oh, you know, <laughs> like the... It's a humorous one now. Yeah, like the, the parking fucking... Why can't I think of the movie? This is Speak killing it out me. to me. Tell it to me. <laughs> the part... What are you... It's the Christmas and it's the tower. <laughs> it's from the 80s. It's called... When Harry met Sal. Die hard. Die hard. <laughs> 
he's like, it looks like I got a gun now, fuckers, or whatever. You know, that's the comment. I can't even remember yeah. what, the, what the quote is. My God. Die Hard. I couldn't think of that Is this something to do with the yippee ki No, it's before that. Or, like, after. It's before that, okay. It's a different part of the movie. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Soundtrack. So, um, I was listening to the, uh, yep. to, the, like, the second second or third scene when they're like showing all the different parts of like Azeroth um yeah and I was just sitting there being like this music feels so familiar like it feels so familiar to me and I look it up and it's because it's the same composer as Pacific Rim Ramin Jolati oh (laughs) nice and I was just like I just recognize his stuff now I just know his stuff now that's honestly also, I really like I don't pay too much attention to the soundtrack in this, but I really like the like opening and ending credit song, the like dumb the, the, the like it sounds very Pacific Rimmy yeah, now that you say it. It is cuz it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. The guy's got a good but music. Yeah, cuz he did um well, he did Game of Thrones, which like is big. Mm. I've never seen Game of Thrones by the way. I don't know what I, I know this everyone knows the fucking opening song. But Ramin yeah. Jawadi just has, you know, bangers when it comes to background. Um, oh, sorry, to, to, yeah. to, what do you call it? Soundtracks for movies. He's got, not, not background, <laughs> just soundtracks. Yeah. Um, he did Westworld as well. So. Oh, okay. Just overall. He's on a roll. Cool guy. Yeah. Go you, Ramin. I hope you're doing well. I'm just ready to grade the soundtrack, yeah. honestly. Because it is very run-of-the-mill in the way and... It doesn't like, have... Like, music in Shrek is such, like, an important part. Yeah, and it's not in this. It doesn't have the motif that keeps, com- keeps coming back, which is annoying because it has the potential to have that. But it, yeah. And if it does, it doesn't. it isn't, like, it isn't noteworthy enough that I remember it. It's good. Like, the soundtrack's good, but it's, you know... It's, it's got good. no pop songs. Yeah. It's got no bangers. It does not have Medivh singing um, I Need a Hero. So what's the point, really? That's the cut I I'm, anyway. I'm giving this... Hmm, 40. 30. So 35. Moral is the next one. Which is fun. Because this film tries to have so, so much to say that it ends up not really saying too much. Literally. In that sense, it's like it a has, Marvel movie. It has like like a little like... Little like... Sprinkles of moral. Well, everything has like sprinkles of moral. Yeah. And I have list of the sprinkles of morals oh, that I could pick out. Go ahead. One is partially don't judge a book by its cover. Yes. Because the orcs have good Not eggs all orcs in are them. Bad. Which is, yeah. Yeah. Which is very close to well, the. I actually argue none, Shrek moral. None of the orcs at the end seemed like truly bad, except for like the guy that was manipulating all of them. Gul'dan. Yeah. The witch orc. The witch orc. Yeah. The main bad energy or- orc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the one that's like truly, 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 truly evil. Yeah. And the rest of them seem to abide in like some other roles and traditions. Traditions, and, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Then another moral, like weirdly on the surface, environmentalism. 
Because the big thing about Fell is that it destroys oh, the yeah. like land. Yeah. It destroys every living thing. The reason the orcs are leaving the home world is because the Fell, the dark magic that their the chief uses, like depletes all energy around it. So mm-hmm. every like they have like a little. I love how they like they have the scene with the two like good orcs. Where they're sitting on a mountaintop, and the other one, like, they just, like, talk, like, oh, I miss seeing trees. Yeah. Oh, remember snow? Yeah. Snow was nice when we had it. Yeah. And that's, like, I, that's, awesome like, a weirdly hear. sweet. Yeah. But that is kind of a thing that, like, power corrupts the land as well. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't, like, sustainability. Yeah. <laughs> Don't shop at H&M. That's what this film wants to say. That's what they're saying when the orcs take the life from the tieflings. They're like, don't shop at H&M. Yeah. Don't shop at H&M. Also, community? Yes. Like, because they have, we have the big two communities, which is the orcs and the humans. Mm -hmm. And then we have in both groups, we have the... Uh, people who stand apart and who hold themselves in higher regard than the others and in that way isolate themselves mm-hmm. from the others because they think they're better. In humans, we have the guardian Medivh, the weird, is he supposed to be sexy man? And in the orcs, we have Gul'dan, uh-huh. who's the, like, the, he has, he wields the biggest power and they're both, um, because, like, every other character in in the like orc world like within the orcs they belong to some sort of clan mm-hmm. or group they have their like chief chiefs and whatnot and like frost wolves or frost fangs the or frost whatever they're wolves called are like one of the 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 groups weren't yeah they? so they have factions and they all have like they clearly have family ties and like respect in the factions but Gul'dan doesn't seem to belong to anything because he's the main dude, so he's above everyone else, yeah. and he's the one who lords over them. He's the leader so he's of bad the and board, he's sad. apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is a thing that and, is a big thing. I think that's like the, like, that's a high, high title in, in the Warcrafts. <laughs> I think he's, I think, yeah, because he's the, he's the leader of all orcs. Yeah, which is just called, apparently, the leader of the Horde. Horde, yeah. Yeah. And then in the Medivh is just also sad and lonely and kills his only friend and yeah. gets corrupted and is a bit dickish and like vain and just dumb. So it and then the other people are clearly defined by their loyalties to others and how they're like willing to sacrifice. Like the king seems like he dies on a battlefield, but he's treated like respectfully by his peers because he. We haven't think himself above the rest. The, the 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 point where Dominic Cooper dies is such a weird point. He's like, yeah, wow, everything's going to shit. Might as well fucking kill me based off of a conversation you had with my wife, which was not clear at all about what orc traditions actually were. They were just alluding to something that may be an orc tradition, and apparently from that, yeah, nugget of knowledge, yeah, he was just like. Stab me in the fucking neck. <laughs> stab, st- our lady, stab me in the neck so you can gain the prestige of killing me. Yes, exactly. 
And it ends up working. Like it what works. a what a leap of faith from our boy king. It yeah. works. And <laughs> boy king. Gor- got Garona becomes like a higher like like the entire point is like he 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 says like something like you can use you can be the one to unite the orcs and the humans if you like gain but he Any was never shown to have that knowledge. That was my issue. Yeah. Oh. Oh. For sure. <laughs> I just doesn't I just matter. Suspect he everything. So much in his films happens off screen if you allow it to. <laughs> <laughs> All the best things do, don't they? If you just have half yeah. the story off screen, then like every movie makes sense in the end. Yeah. But that community. It, yeah. It, community's good. Yeah. That's the moral. And respect is another. It, like, trust and respect kind of come together. Yeah. Exactly. Which is all Shrek. Yeah, true. But I do really like that. I do really like the... How how willing... Like, the humans are so gullible in this film. The humans just, like, are so pleasant and nice. And they just, like, are willing to Which believe everything at hell. face value. I know. They're just like, oh, let's trust like, these orcs. Let's trust they're speaking the truth. It's one of those things where, like, I don't know enough about this, but I know there's a lot of stuff about, you know, orcs being kind of, like, racist character- characters. And I'm not... Yeah. I feel like it has to be... I don't know enough about this to talk about this, by the way. Oh, oh yeah. But yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. there's something very weird to me about having the humans look good, but the orcs look that evil. But oh whatever you know <laughs> oh that's honestly, like what are you trying yeah, to say that with is... that moral are you trying to say actually yeah. the 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 you know the white rich humans from the nice cities are mm. great i don't know oh, honestly there was this this would be dumb there's this uh quote i got from uh actually the director of the film duncan jones mm-hmm. and he said that when he got tacked to be the director, mm-hmm. there was, like, other people before him, but then he got chosen. And his, like, first note in the story was that um it was supposed to be very black and white, people good, orcs bad. Yeah. And he was like, fuck no. Like, that is such a boring way to tell this story. Yeah, that's And fair. he made the conscious decision to have the orcs have good in them, you that's know? That's nice. And to be fair, like in the end, it wasn't it wasn't clear to me because I, I I assumed by the end, especially after which guy got like you know turned against, I assumed that that meant like well the orcs aren't the bad guys, like it's just like this one guy that was yeah. manipulating them. But yeah, so maybe I'm, I'm I'm absolutely wrong with with um yeah. But like, like yeah, I I find the scene is very I I find because I'm very into this film, so I find the scene very touching. Yeah. Yes, I feel touched by the scene <laughs> where um, Travis Fimmel fights against a, a, not the main bad orc, but a big bad orc nevertheless, uh-huh. and wins. And then Gul'dan, the worst orc, the leader of the horde, is like, well, whatever. Like, yeah, well, sure, we have traditions where if you win in this kind of fight, you get to walk away. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but fuck that, let's kill him. Mm-hmm. And then all the other orcs around him are like fuck no like he won the fight fair and square we're not gonna kill him yeah why are you doing this like so it kind of makes it kind of like lifts the orcs as a nation 
like yeah. a smidgen. Yeah. Because they are like not mindless killing machines. Subversive they have like some sort of. So again, yeah. the moral is people aren't always what you expect. Exactly. Yes. Um, judging this. Yes. Grading this. Yes. Do we have anything else to say? I don't. No, I don't. The morals are very surface level. Sure. Um, <laughs> I'm giving it a 60. I'm giving it a 50 feels too high you know? and 40 feels too low. 44 Give feels 56. right. 56. No. Oh, yeah, 46. 44. Give it a 40. Give me... Give me two. Give me okay, forty six. Give me two percent. Forty six. Forty six. Um, Thank you. So wait, what did you say? Sixty. Sixty. Forty six plus seven. My brain is like half coming out of my ears. We're both there. Studio lore. Yeah. Right off the bat, the accents. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's part of studio lore for Shrek. And yeah. I feel like this too didn't know where was that. <laughs> Travis Fimmel is Australian. Okay. So what's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> Let's discuss. Then why did he... Because at first I thought he was American in the movie. Then I thought he was Irish. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. I thought he was just vaguely I thought Celtic. he was Scandinavian. Yeah, and I don't think we're ever, no. ever shown what he actually is, or anyone for yeah. that matter. Nobody had a consistent accent in this at all. Mm-mm. Not... But that's part of the charm. It was... That's part of the Shrek charm, <laughs> I was going to say, like, that, that, felt, that felt in line, where they were just like, just do whatever, and they were like, we'll take it, and they yeah. ran with it. Um, I had more, uh, other studio lore. Uh- Based on an existing text, much like Shrek. Yes. Just, this is not a book, this is a series of games for the gamers. For the, but still, this one's for all the gamers out there. <laughs> this one's for all the gamers out there. Um, yeah. I think that, I don't think it lost to Lord of the Rings. No, maybe a Lord of the Rings game. I mean, there has hmm. to be something about Blizzard and its many controversies. And DreamWorks yeah. at the time of Shrek didn't really have many controversies except for the fact that it... Well, no, Disney. The Disney controversy. Yeah, it was it was built on a controversy. <laughs> Never mind. So, two stories. Jeffrey Katzenberg left Disney and said, like, bitch, I'm gonna do you, but better. I'd call that a controversy. Yeah, that's... Never mind. Actually, I take it back. So, both studios have had their fair share of stuff to talk about on the news yes yeah <laughs> um this is just studio lore i don't know how this relates to like shrek specifically but like the people they were considering to play the role of lothar mm-hmm. travis fimmel were among others paul dano and anton yelchin which is Okay. The weirdest three people considered for the same role in the history of mankind, and it goes to show they that they really want this. Who t- they? They didn't know what the character they, was. Yeah, they didn't know what they were making. They did yeah. not know what the character was. They were just kind of like Paul Dano. Paul Dano's in the new Batman movie. I'm excited for that. 
oh, I love him. Yes. <laughs> but I'm just like imagining him in Travis Fimmel's armor. Yeah. No, or it's Anton ridiculous. Yelchin. I just, it makes there's no three, sense. Like, whoa. They're three vastly different people, which just goes to show they didn't know what they were casting. They were just like, I mean, as I'm, you said, I feel like probably, there's no better way to, to describe this movie as like people who wrote something had a table read and then left and shot the film yeah. immediately. Um, cause also that goes to show that all the like weird character additions Travis Fimmel did to Lothar, like the little gestures and like weird unhinged energy mm-hmm. is probably just something he decided on the spot oh, and did and the director was like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Definitely. It's not like we have a character anyway, so do what you want. Yeah. I think he was really trying um, something. Yeah. I, I appreciate, I appreciate him going to fight orcs barefoot mm-hmm. that, that was, was that seemed that was yeah that was a choice i loved it <laughs> loved it oh my goodness mm. but i don't think there's that much studio lore no i mean there's a lot of discuss. studio lore in general there's a lot of lore there's a lot of studio lore but there's not a lot that can be compared to shrek to shrek yeah, yeah. exactly the comparison to shrek is where it pales yeah um i think we can talk about blizzard until they, the cows uh, but like one thing I think um, they tried to make Shrek for a very long time. Yes. And in fact, I think the rights for this film were bought in 2006. Wow. And they tried to make it in 2011 and 2013. They had like weird, like rough draft trailers to kind of like concept trailers or something. Yeah. That's so wild. And then 2016 is the... Like, so it's been in the making for 10 years, essentially. Yeah. I find it quite... So that kind of adds... I quite I find it gen- genuinely very interesting that this movie was the, is currently the highest grossing video game movie that there is. Despite, yeah. despite the fact that you are the only person I know who has actually seen it. Um, apparently it did very badly domestically and essentially in Europe as well. But it was really, really big in China. Okay. Interesting. Which makes sense because World of Warcraft has also a huge audience in China. Grading? What? Grading, yes. Are we ready to yes. grade? I'm literally falling asleep here. I'm just like, my brain... The fact that I couldn't even think of the, the title Die Hard just shows like where I'm at mentally. <laughs> <laughs> You're a donkey screaming. <laughs> you need to tell I have the right to remain silent. Exactly. I'm literally so, so just in, I'm just hanging upside down in a cell. Yeah. So for franchise and controversy, I'm giving, I'm giving 40. And for Paul Dano, I'm giving 42. I was going to give higher than that. I was going to give 46. Based off of controversies. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm excited for the final 44. Grade. Yeah, do you want to uh, tell the audience as I calculate about um, the initiative we Our took? Our next film. Yeah, about, about how we got yes. there and what the movie um, is. Yes, we did a poll on our Instagram, Swamp It Up Podcast, where we asked people to suggest films for us to watch. And then uh, we, that's actually, we asked for suggestions and then we made a poll. And the winner of that audience participation thingamajigger was Kong School Island. Um, Shout out to So that's Elizabeth. the next film we're going to be watching. 
Uh, and thank you, Elizabeth, for suggesting it. And uh, we've both seen the film. The last time we watched the film, we were actually in the same room. And we were very frenzied about it for some reason. And I'm <laughs> excited to see if the magic is still there. Uh, was that the last time we saw each other? IRL? No, because we were oh, we went to Disney. Disney, Mari. <laughs> Wait, we can't say that. You have to, you have to bleep that out. <laughs> oh, yeah. We can't let the audience We went to redact it. We can't let the audience know. We went to redact it. That feels like betrayal. That we spent money on Disney property. Honestly. Um, um, so, yeah, I'm very excited to watch Kong Skull Island again. Um, yeah, the next film is Kong Skull Island. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like we will have many a hot take on it. Oh, I can't wait to watch Tom Hiddleston fight pterodactyls in a green smoke. And yes. I can't wait for the gorilla to be weirdly in love with both Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston. Yes! Oh my god, I forgot. What a good film. I can't wait because Whew. it's going to have the overarching theme. Well, I, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna predict anything. I'm just gonna say. Yeah. Okay. You, if you've listened to the When Harry We're Met gonna... Sally episode, you know where this might go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. What's our final score for oh, Warcraft? I didn't even say it. I was directed <laughs> by Duncan Jones. I just like moved on. I was like, let's say goodbye. I. <laughs> I was just gonna leave without even giving the score. Uh, I need to know. know the final score. Is a perfectly even, perfect fifty, <gasps> which is really nice. Yes, because I was, I was thinking that if this film gets fifty or above, I can continue saying that it's a good film. If no, because it's not a good film. No, until I can. You pass sixty in this, in this, uh, in this. Well, this. in my heart, yeah. it's fifty percent Shrek. Yes, it's. And that's all that. Count. It's halfway there. It's oh, I'm a happy solid... with this grid. And I like that it's an even 50 because it goes to the film of being like, it doesn't know what it is. Yes. We don't know what it is. Yes. No one knows what it exactly. is. So it's 50 but we, in the middle. But what we do know is that it's better than Avatar. Thank God. And it's better than Gone Girl. It is better than Gone Girl. <laughs> I've been vindicated. <laughs> I can't believe Warcraft is better than Gone Girl. And it's better than Attack of the Clones. Well, that's not oh. difficult. <laughs> that's honestly that's the easiest thing yeah i'm gonna go anyway, finish my thank you cake. all for listening yes. uh to this episode and as said please engage uh rate us on itunes swamp it up make your friends listen to us swamp it up um go to the yeah go to the instagram swamp, swamp, it, swamp up. it up podcast oh swamp it up swamp podcast it up. <laughs> um swamp it up Swamp, just swamp it up. Just swamp it up and engage. Engage. Just swamp it up. Swamp it up. Engage. If you like our podcast, tell a pal. Um, please. please, please, if you want to. But also please. <laughs> but also please. Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you. And goodbye. Let's go to sleep, Mari. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>